0: Hello, I'm a technical gremlin. I'm here to cause a few audio issues in this episode of Timeless Treasures because the DM rolled a natural one. Normal operations should resume next episode. Providing the DM feeds me, that is.
1: Hear a buzzing.
2: Heck, my phone.
1: Your phone's not buzzing.
2: Just by in, just just by instinct. Someone got their someone else's phone going. No, I didn't have a signal.
1: I turned mine off still for now. Continuing, and it's starting to get a little bit louder, a little bit closer. Roll a perception check for me, please. Everyone. Anyone who's looking? 6 9 um, 16 17
3: Some people can see
1: Okay, so anyone that rolled above a 14, you see behind the trees, maybe about 70 feet or so from where you're currently stood as you just finish packing your stuff up into your bags and what have you to take it with you. You see a black and yellow stripe of something huge zip between the trees. It's not just one. There's a second and a third heading gradually in a zigzag pattern between and behind the trees towards you. The buzzing is getting louder. What are you doing?
3: That's a large bug, and even if the hornet's a bit, I'm a bit dodgy with. It. So maybe we could, you know, get a move on.
4: I'm gonna shout and I'm gonna shout. Over to um, the the bush and I'm gonna go hello hello you you there? Are you are you a thing? Are you there?
1: It's getting louder and angrier.
4: As I'm shouting I'm down towards to the to the to the buzzing um i want to change my voice slightly um as i'm going and it's uh excuse me are you are you a person um are you are you a creature and i want to unknowingly cast um speak with animals and see if i can understand the buzzing
1: okay as you're not quite aware of what you can and can't do you seem to have some grasp of something that you were, as a dog, able to communicate with other animals. You seem to have a bit of a knack when you're back at the at the zoo, and I would like you to roll me a Arcana check at this point, just to see if you do unknowingly actually grasp the tendrils of this skill.
4: Um, you said uh, Arcana. Arcana. Sixteen.
1: There are wisps of something as you speak, and for a moment, all your friends hear briefly is, zzzz as you try to relay a message across. You're not sure whether you were understood by what this creature is, but instead of zigzagging its way, through the forest towards the clearing where yours currently stood it pauses for a moment and then you see three of them start making a perfect beeline with an angry buzzing towards you and all you hear back is i smell the food in the buzzing of its speech um
4: guys they're 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 very hungry. Um, I definitely think that we should get out of their way. 50 feet. Robert's already gone. And be- best to run. I'm,
2: yeah, I'm running. as Yeah, uh, David's kind of just picked up the tent and the bags, and they're just kind of running it in both in, in hand.
1: As you start running, are you running as a group? Yeah. Okay. Can I first of all get a dexterity check from every single one of you? This is a group challenge as you are fleeing these bugs.
2: Is there a check or saving throw, sorry?
1: A dexterity check.
2: 12. Oh, nine, tw- 19 for a 20. Nice.
1: And what did Ben get? Uh, 3.
2: A five total, yeah. Not great.
1: A three for five total. So, with that...
4: The gun natural
1: 20, first one of the game! Woo! Nice!
5: <gasps> Show off.
1: With that, um, Freddie, your roll was a 16, so that passes. The 20 passes. The natural 20 passes. The five fells, but as a group, you managed to grab a hold of Robert. As he's running down, I can and... see him, stu-
2: as he's running, I see him stumble and I kind of run after him. I kind of uh, throw the tent over my shoulder at, like on the strap and just kind of catch him, picking him up and kind of lifting him a little bit along with me and bring him along with
1: us. Okay, we're going to use that as a form of assistance with the first leg of this series. So what I'd like you to do is roll a strength check for me. Uh, You can do athletics if you feel it'll be beneficial. Sure. But you are beginning your run. They are keeping pace. They're still about 50 feet behind you, but they are chasing you down. 23. On that, you more than easily manage to swoop up Bobby in your arms and uh, get him back on his feet as you begin to charge uh, forwards and keeping pace uh, to try and get away from these rather large angry Wasps. So, at this point in time, what I would like to do is have you all roll initiative for me. And what we are going to ask is for each of you to think carefully. But at the same time, I want you to give me a skill or something that you're going to do that is going to aid you getting more distance from these three large giant angry wasps that are chasing you down. Uh, Freddy you rolled a 18.
5: yeah um so what I'm gonna do is I am just going to see the giant wasps and just like run um, I was stung by a bee as a child
1: before we do anything I would like to get the rolls from each of you so uh Theodore you rolled me a 20.
4: um I rolled an 18. 18
1: okay. Bobby, what did you roll? It's 11. Oh, it's 11, that's correct. Yep. Okay, and what did Dave roll, sorry? Seven. Seven. Okay, so we're going to begin. So, first of all, Theodore. Uh, we will get to you what you were going to do, um, Freddie. But first of all, first up is going to be Theodore.
4: Theo, with his unsuspecting spell up, is just going to be running and screaming, Leave's alone, leave's alone, leave's alone,
1: leave's alone, leave's alone, leave's alone, leave's alone, leave's alone. In the um, uncanny buzzing voice, I assume.
4: Absolutely.
1: Okay, so we'll see what that does uh, for the encounter. Next, Freddy, what are you doing?
5: I'm running away, um, so Freddy would have been stung by a bee as a child, so any um, bee or wasp-like creatures, especially giant ones that, uh, that are attacking, um, I would be trying to run away as, as quickly as possible from.
1: Okay, so you're just running. Uh, okay, fine. Bobby, what are you going to do? Uh,
5: I, first of all, having
3: uh, Dave help me up, I'll touch it. Oh, thank you Dave, you're really quiet. Lifesaver, keeping us all on track here. Well done, good job. Keep it up, please. Um, And then looking over my shoulder, yeah. Don't want to be running in with these ugly, disgusting bugs over there, yelling at them as if that's going to do anything to discourage them.
2: Uh, And then I just keep running.
1: Okay, and finally, Dave. Um,
2: Dave kind of just as... uh, He's easily keeping kind of pace with with Robert. Just... uh, it's not even a stre- this stretch or stress for him. And um, he kind of just goes, uh, "Robert, uh, Bobby, just, just hold this for me, will you?" And he ha- had just kind of hands, um, hands him just his uh, the, the tent that he had just over his shoulder. And then he just reaches, kind of looks around, uh, rummages through his bag, um, and opens up a, a protein bar uh, that he's got, and just kind of ends up taking it, ripping it up into pieces, uh, opening it up, ripping it up into pieces, and just kind of throwing it. Over to the left, away from the way, away from where we're going.
1: Okay, so with that having been said and done, I would like you all to roll me athletics checks, um, and this is purely because you are trying to keep your pace and speed and your footing as you run.
3: Natural twenty for twenty six. Natural twenty for nineteen.
4: <laughs> nice. About thirteen. I rolled a natural Ah, ah. 2.
1: You start to stumble. And what did uh, Freddy get?
5: A 13. Uh, Can I start to take my iPhone out and start to record these massive wasps?
1: Yeah, certainly. It's going to slow you down by 5 foot per, per round, though. It's worth it. Okay, so you pull out your phone and you start to record these giant wasps that are angrily attacking you or charging charging you down. Yeah. You the majority of you managed to keep the rest of the party going, um, including uh with that natural 20 for 26. Um you managed to uh as you throw the protein bar away off to your left it lands a fair distance surprisingly but you carry on running and you catch up with Theo who has stumbled um, and you sort of slap him on back and you pick him up and you get him going again so you you did pass this check however what you will notice is that they have kept pace they're still the same distance from you and as you continue to run forwards the ground starts to get a little bit rougher. I would like you all to make a survival check to see if in your hurried and hastened state you are able to stick to the path.
2: It's another natural 20 for 22.
4: No way.
1: Yep. Yes way.
4: I got a 15. I got another 5. I got an 18.
1: So Bobby starts to deviate slightly, however the rest of the group, shouting and calling, uh, you manage to find your way back on track and you continue running. The pace is starting to pick up and with the slightly rougher path at this stage of the juncture and a sharp right hand turn on the path coming very, very soon, um, looking back you see that John is starting to fall behind a little bit, he's slow down because he is recording these giant bugs and with that we're going to go to the next series of challenges. What are each of you doing to aid or assist to increase that gap between you and these giant wasps that are buzzing angrily towards you?
2: Seeing that John is seeing that Freddy is um, fawning, but has, has kind of fallen behind us whilst he's trying to record these things I kind of uh Theo and uh Robert on the shoulders just kinda of go, all right, you you have got this lads, I'll go grab. I'll go grab for oh go grab Freddy and I'll kind of fall back to fall back a bit to kind of ne- get get next to him and just kind of urge him on and maybe give him a bit of a um a, a encouragement to keep going forward.
1: Okay. So we'll call that a help action. Um Theo, what are you doing to see if you can assist with widening the
4: gap. So, as Theo is running, he's going to start to feel his hands getting warm, uh, and he's going to look back towards the wasps, and as he's looking forward, um, he's going to watch as his hands suddenly uh, produce flame in in the center of it, and he's going to kind of be like, Ah! Ah! And then he's going to throw his hands back towards the wasps um, and try and hit them using produce flame.
1: You do feel your hands starting to warm, but as you flick your hand backwards towards the wasps with what appears to be some flame being produced from from your palm, it does launch something but it launches it only maybe 10, 15 foot behind you, not, not far enough for you to actually reach it. And it just sort of coughs and splutters out. Do you, going to take a bit more energy than that to get this magic up and running. Um, what you're feeling here, however what I would like you to do is make yourself a constitution check as, as you're running and attempting to do this you grab a hold of some leaves partway through the throw. And as you grab a hold of these leaves, a puff of pollen of some kind comes out. Can you roll me a con check, please?
4: That would be an 11.
1: That would be a fail. You start to sneeze. Achoo! Ah, choo Ah, Ah, And as you sneeze, your form begins to change. As you shrink down in size somewhat, fur begins to grow. Your clothes seem to mold into you, but fur begins to grow out from your chest, your arms, your neck, your face. Um, You start looking more and more like one of those small flying monkeys that you have at the zoo where you used to work and you have urges like that of a monkey, you are, for all intents and purposes at this current time, a flying monkey.
2: Do we see him change?
1: You do see him change, yes.
2: Well, I, I got that on camera. How... how... How big is it? Just, just, how big is he?
1: He's tiny. Okay. He's very, very tiny. And with that, Freddy.
5: Yes, so um, I'm just recording away, um, and I I remember something. Um, With my free hand, I go in and try and find the travel size bug spray that we have in our Kit, and I'm going to take it out and just start spraying it all around for my general location as I'm uh, running.
1: Okay, we're going to, uh, at this current time, ask you to roll me a d20, just a straight roll. Yep. And we'll see how how effective this might be. I got a 4. Okay, you start to spray but seems like it's not quite pumping properly. You know that typical problem you get with those travel bottles, unfortunately. It it might take a moment for you to get enough pumps to get the air out of the uh, straw to actually pump some of the spray out.
5: Can I try something? You can. Can I throw one of them at one of the bugs?
1: Well, just the whole bottle. Yeah. Uh, Go for it, roll me a- this will be an improvised weapon, I guess. Are you doing anything to the bottle, perhaps, before you throw it, or...?
5: Yeah, like, shaking it up and then, like, chucking it at the wasp.
1: Okay. Uh, this will be an improvised weapon. Can you roll me a... Uh, it'll be a d20 plus your strength modifier. Okay.
5: I got a six.
1: Yeah, you go to throw it and unfortunately it just lands about five, ten foot away from where you where you are currently are, um, unless you're going to go back for it, which will be the next round. No. Be the ne-
5: no, I'm just going to keep running, keep running on, and like just recording my surroundings.
1: Okay, so you have lost your travel sized bug spray bottle I'm afraid.
5: Yes, I am down to two.
1: Bobby! What are you doing?
5: It's Robert
3: gawking for a moment at the sudden change into a monkey of a man in front of me. Um, it off quite quickly due to the mortal threat. Uh, just keep keep running. Um, I'll yell some more words of encouragement towards towards Freddy who seemed to be falling behind a bit like, come on Freddy, let's keep going. Don't get off track, don't worry about filming right now, we need to survive this. Uh, and we need to get away, and I'll turn to the bugs. Uh, we need to get away from these ugly mother buzzers.
2: Yes, I'm talking to you, and cutting out the bugs.
1: Okay, and Dave, what are you doing?
2: So, I'd say, having seen that, uh, I'm still kind of just next to Bobby at this time. I'll kind of take the tent off him, so it just it's all obviously wrapped up in its thing. Um, and I'll kind of just go, just go, just keep running, keep running, lad. Storm, you can do it. And I'm then going to turn around and kind of just move towards the um, the wasps. How far away are they?
1: At this current time, they're still 50 feet.
2: Okay. Oh, that's fine. So I'm go- I'm going to kind of fall back, so I'm next to uh, Freddy. Okay. And then with, with, with the tent in hand, and keep again, kind of similar to what. Um, Robert was just saying Freddy oh, boy come on we, you need to, why have you got your phone out? let's get going do you are not I hope you don't you don't want to get stung again do you
1: come on <laughs> so you're going to try and encourage absolutely fine so
2: I'm also ready I should also be saying I'm readying the tent pole you know like the tent bag which has got all the tent poles and everything in that it's all kind of wrapped up in I kind of have that in one hand um, as almost like that was like an improvised weapon so if they do get too close I will be using it
1: okay that's absolutely fine we can go with that we can run with that that's not an issue on this round The giant wasps that are tracking you, one of them starts to give up on the chase a little bit and starts flagging behind slightly. The other two are keeping pace, however, and in all of the encouragement and with all of the events that's going on, the recording of the scene slowing down Freddy a little bit, the other two do gain on you. They are now 30 feet from you and still buzzing angrily trying to chase you down. I would like for all of you as you are continuing to move on this journey to roll me another survival check to see if you can stick to the path that you're on. It is getting quite muddled in your haste and in your panic at this current time. Four, six, 18. For the flying monkey that's now in your party, Theo, uh, if you would like to uh, use that stats block from your companions list.
4: 14.
1: On a 14?
4: 14. 14,
1: yes. Okay, that just passes. So, as a group, you just about managed to keep your footing on the path. You're not veering off anywhere suddenly. And you do all manage to make the right-hand turn, although there is some confusion as one or two of you are looking up the, what appears to be a path, straight ahead. Fortunately, some of you are wise enough to realise that it does bend to the right here. What we are left with is those wasps now 30 feet away from you. Top around. Theodore, our flying monkey, as you've changed form, what are you doing?
4: I am going to take running... for 50? Mr. DM, please?
1: Tis a pity that your running speed is only 20 feet, as a tiny flying monkey.
4: I'm. I assume that I'm not allowed to fly?
1: Nope. Just because they have the name flying monkey, it's all about the way they jump
2: not the way they fly. More of a glide, really.
1: Yeah.
4: I'm going to run, but since my running speed is somewhat slower than my larger counterparts, if I see someone running past me, I would like to try and jump onto them as they're running past.
1: Okay, we'll give that a a dex check, with a modifier for acrobatics, which is uh, plus 2 to a d20.
4: That would be a 17. Nice.
1: On a 17, you see Robert right there, and you expertly jump, and as you jump, you spread your arms out, and you catch a little bit of a draft, a bit of an updraft and it just helps you glide nice and neatly onto and up the back of and onto the shoulder of Robert.
4: And that is where I will stay. Ah.
1: Freddy, what are you doing this round?
4: yeah so i'm gonna stop
5: the video and put the my phone away and if possible i am going to look behind to see where the wasps are and um, while still running and just like i get a flashback of the bee coming up to me and stinging me in the arm i hold my hand out and i'm gonna try and cast oh accidentally of course uh Firebolt.
1: okay as you Recall this flashback and this memory of you getting stung by a bee, the pain, the stinging that you felt in your hand as you held your hand out to try and block it from hitting your face when it stung you previously. And it felt like a sharp sting, a, almost burning. You recall having quite a serious reaction to the sting as well and it was almost it almost felt like at the time it was on fire and as you recall this memory i want you to roll me a uh roll me a d20 add your spell modifier to it and tell me what the result is 11. on an 11 you get a surge of energy that rushes up through your arm to, the, to your palm and you don't know what is going on, but in your head, you just feel this searing pain. And from your hand, as you open your eyes at the last moment, from your hand, you see a sp- sp- sputter of flame flicker, but then it dies out.
5: What the hell? <laughs> did, guys, did you see that? See what? Just keep running. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah that, that's a let's just keep going let's not worry about it let's let's keep going for the moment we'll, we'll work out why you're able
5: to get fire from your hands for the moment in a moment and i'm just going to keep running forward um, as as fast as possible
1: okay absolutely fine and bobby roberts
3: so there's a monkey on my back now so i've kind of Vaguely trying to grab it, but it's too far, so so I end up mainly just yelling at it, because I'm more used to using my words than my uh, hands to deal with issues in my life, so I'm just yelling at it, like, dirty, flea bear, get off me, Jesus, what kind of diseases might you be carrying, where did you even come from, Uh, you still Theo, get off, jeez, yeah, just yelling at it, trying to scare it with my yelling, essentially,
1: okay <laughs> you're trying to scare the monkey with your yelling uh roll me an intimidation check please and for theo as the flying monkey i would like you to roll me a d20 and we will add your charisma score to it modifier
4: charisma so just learning my class i keep my charisma wisdom and intelligence scores yes yeah and I'm just adding normal charisma. So that will be a five.
1: (laughs) On a five, you are slightly intimidated by Bobby, as he's yelling and trying to reach around and grab you. You're, You're actually feeling quite intimidated. We are going to then move to Dave, unless Bobby's doing anything else.
3: Just continuing to yell. Like, Ow! God, you stupid animal! God, why can't you just drop dead?
1: Okay, Dave, what are you doing to try and assist the party to get away from this? Uh...
2: Okay, seeing as they're closer, seeing as they 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 can easily see that they are catching us, I do just kind of say to the guy, to Freddie, I kind of give him a bit of a uh, bit of a push and just go, all right, just go and catch up. I'll, I'll 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 try and bring them off somewhere else. And I'm actually just going to get run. Turn around and run towards them, uh, swinging the uh, the tent in a way of almost like a fly swatter to try and catch it and just swat it on the floor.
1: Okay, your movement does allow you to get up close enough for you to do this, but it does put you directly in front of the of the first of the two angry wasps that's still chasing you.
2: It's fine the way I see it. It's just a wasp. I can smack it into the ground. It will be fine.
1: Okay, I would like you to roll me an attack with your strength modifier, as this is an improvised weapon.
2: So just a strength one, yeah. Mm,
1: mm, mm. Yes. That would be a 12. On a 12, you do indeed hit, roll some damage, which I believe is one plus your strength modifier.
2: so that's that's three points of damage
1: with three points of damage it looks a little bit dazed as the second one comes in it uh, goes in with a sting so what is your armor class my friend
2: it is an 11
1: fortunately it does not hit you
2: so it comes down to swings I just kind of remembering some of the punching and the boxing training that I've been doing recently I kind of just um, swing kind of lean back a little bit there as this kind of swings into me or dives into me I kind of just lean back and it just flies past me, missing me.
1: That's absolutely beautiful. So with that being said it is the other giant wasp's turn, the one that you dazed ever so slightly. And it too is going to attack with a stinging action for a 19 to hit.
3: does hit me. No, 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 I, I start yelling at it, no, don't, don't do that! Trying to distract it.
1: Mm, it still hits, unfortunately. Uh, I need a constitution save from you. Unsafe? Sure. Con save, and you take seven points of piercing damage.
2: So I rolled a natural one for my con save, and you say I take seven points. Did you say?
1: Yes, you take seven points of piercing damage. According
2: to this, I've also taken a taken a lingering injury.
1: <sighs> Don't worry about the lingering injury. You haven't taken that yet. hey um, I know that's what it says, but you are, however, paralysed.
2: And kind of just fall to the ground.
1: You do indeed. So, with that, you have poison running th- through your veins.
2: It was. Uh, I did just see. Improvised weapons usually, and I just, just to confirm, just I guess just to double check, improvised weapons usually do a one d four. plus strength modifier, rather than just one.
1: Uh, yeah, but what's the tent pole made from? So at the top of the round, off the wasps, the giant wasps have paralyzed Tim. And he falls flat on the ground, still breathing, still alive, but paralysed. Theodore, flying monkey, what are you doing?
4: So Theodore is going to try and ride Bobby like a horse and he's going to grab two strands of hair and yank back to try and get him to stop. Um, Well. Actually, did I notice uh, Dave go down?
1: Uh, roll a perception check for me on this one because you were too busy trying to avoid in the previous round uh, Bobby's hands and being intimidated by him and his shouting.
4: So that is a 15 plus... Um, Perception, Wisdom, that would be a unnatural 20.
1: You definitely did notice him get stung and fall to the floor paralysed. What are you doing?
4: Okay, in which case I'm going to go back to my original plan and use Bobby's hair as reins and try and pull and get him to notice that Dave has fallen down.
1: Okay, um, unfortunately there isn't a human handling check for animals, so what we are going to do is, uh, I would like Robert to roll a wisdom check to see, or an intelligence check, either or, to determine if you can interpret what's being attempted.
3: Yes, I can. And
1: on a natural 20 on a natural 20 yes you can you interpret it exactly what he means he is this monkey is trying to ride you like a horse and he wants you to stop
3: ow stop it not a horse you damned monkey that's you Theo, i'm going we're going to have words later if you're still in there somewhere what are you doing i I'll, i will stop and turn around and say all oh, right monkey look you, if you distract them, those those wasp things, I'll try and get Dave and drag him out of there, okay? Three, two, one, go. And I start running over.
1: Okay, you start running over. So we're going to move over to Freddy. Freddy!
5: Yes, uh, looking around and seeing uh, Dave landing on the ground, I'm going to stop. And I am going to... With the, the embers that just happened um, from my hand, I'm going to focus in on the memory of the uh, bee sting and I'm going to try again. I'm going to put both hands out and try and do the fire um, spell that that nearly happened before.
1: Okay, thinking back and thinking on the memory. Uh, Roll me a d20 plus your spell modifier, please.
5: Yes, that would be... Oh, no. That is a nine.
1: (laughs) Unfortunately, you don't feel that same surge of energy this time. You recall the memory, but it's just not working.
5: Okay, um, and then I'm going to... Take the the rest of the time to run towards Dave to try and help him.
1: Okay. Moving on then in the next, we have Bobby, what are you doing? You've stopped, you've turned around, you've seen what's going on.
3: So I'm starting to run back um, hoping the monkey will follow instructions. It's clever enough to follow these instructions. Uh, And in the meantime, running up, my idea is that I'm going to try and grab him and drag him away whilst the monkey distracts the The bees, the wasps. Uh, But as I'm running up, I'm going to be just yelling at them. Like, oh, you you ugly bugs, just go buzz around someone else. You're not even that scary. Uh, Just trying to viciously mock them.
1: Okay, I would like you to post that into the chat. And I would like you to roll a d20 plus your spell modifier, please. It's
3: a 12.
1: On a 12, you feel it. You feel what you felt when you fell through the portal. You feel it bubbling up to the surface, coming from your coming out from your blood and almost trying to crawl out of your skin and up your neck. but there's just something not quite catching. and you feel that oh, I don't know maybe there's a bit of a performance that's required with this something along those lines in order to just get those words out to sear that pain in that you feel could work. However, roll a performance check for me. 17. On a 17, one of the wasps, that was slightly dazed, does appear to look in your direction. Doesn't appear to have been affected in any way. But it does seem to have taken notice.
3: Oh, wait. No, this isn't what I wanted.
1: And with that, Dave, you are paralyzed.
2: I am. This is true. I am. I lie there in a thing of thinking that the um, tent seemed a lot sturdier than it actually felt when it connected.
1: Yes. Unfortunately, there's not much you can do at the moment in this state. You are feeling yourself watching, uh, lying there in the mud and the dirt, looking up at these two rather large angry giant wasps just flying over you, unable to move or do anything. And it is the wasps turn. One of the wasps turns to Robert. It looks at you and charges straight towards you. And as it does... No, take take the monkey, not me. As it does this, it will attempt to sting you. Does a seven hit? No,
3: it does not. Phew!
1: Okay, as it rears... (laughs) As it rears its abdomen to bring its giant stinger towards you, you it it misses by about half a foot. They, it it can't it doesn't seem to have the reach, and it sort of readjusts itself in the air, hovering where it is as it stares you down. The other one, looking around at everyone that's here, sees Freddy as the closest and nearest threat and it heads over in your direction and it will try and sting you. I need a constitution save. Does a 20 hit? It does? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, not 20. You are not paralyzed. You are not poisoned either. But you do take four points of piercing damage as a result of this sting. You feel a slight burning sensation as poison tries to take hold you know there's just something in your constitution that realizes what's happening and just blocks it out and you feel the poison fade. A momentary bit of searing pain but that's it.
5: I look this thing in the eyes and just th- think about
4: killing it.
1: Top of the round, Theodore, what are you doing? So
4: what I like to imagine is that as Bobby is running towards this wasp, um, that's taken an interest in him, that I would try and leap, um, off the top of his head in my monkey form towards the wasp, um, so, yeah, I guess I need to make a grapple, so I'm launching myself from the top of Bobby's head, um, using him as a point of leverage, uh, to wrap my little monkey arms around the wasp
1: okay so i would like you to roll a uh it'll either be athletics or acrobatics it's your choice and then that's for the jump uh, with advantage because flying monkeys glide quite nicely
4: so that would be a 17.
1: okay you make the jump you make the leap and you land squarely on its back. And as you begin to wrap your arms around it, uh, roll me a strength check.
4: Well, um, ooh, not bad. Um, that would be a seventeen minus one, so sixteen.
1: Well, the giant wasp. Ros- the giant wasp uh, rolled a natural one. So, you have successfully grappled this giant wasp and it is now prone and on the ground as it falls because you have wrapped its wings with your legs and your arms are around its throat. I'd like you to roll me a d4 plus your strength modifier as you are strangling it. Who? On a, you do two points of damage uh, as you begin to try and choke it. Next is Freddy.
5: Okay, I've um, seen the giant wasp in front of me that, that just attacked me. Um, I am going to take out my uh, Leatherman Multitill, um, I'm going to get the screwdriver part and try and stab the giant wasp.
1: Okay, roll me an attack roll please.
5: Um, would that just be like a, just a, D, a
1: d20? Yep, D, D, uh, d20 plus your strength modifier. And for the purposes of this, you just miss. You hit it, but it doesn't hit squarely and the screwdriver just almost bounces off the uh, exoskeleton of this giant wasp.
5: Um, Can I try and see if the other's okay?
1: You certainly can try. Uh, Roll a medicine check. I got a two. He looks like he's paralyzed and in dirt. That's about the best you can ascertain, Bobby.
3: Thank you, Monkey. Good job. I gingerly step around the wasp, trying to get over to where Dave is lying, and I'm gonna just—I want to grab him. Sort of half just trying to shake him, like, "Come on, Dave, get up! This isn't time for a nap!" And then half just try to drag him away from the wasps to somewhere a bit safer.
1: Okay, for the purposes of this, yes, you do manage to drag him away. It's not like he can resist yeah. <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Um, however, it's slightly odd. He's very, very stiff. It's almost like his body has gone into a state of rigor mortis without him being dead.
3: Because I don't think this is just a nap. He seems to be suffering from something.
1: And you manage to pull him away about about 15 20 feet from the area however as you pull him away the wasp makes an opportunity attack against you uh does a 10 hit no it does not (laughs) thankfully okay he misses thankfully and you manage to drag him away 20 feet
3: yeah i just i drop him there stop dragging him. I didn't really pick him up much. I'm not that strong. Uh, But yeah, I look back to see if I can help. um, Seeing what's going on with the rest of the fight for a moment.
1: Okay. Dave, you feel a weird sensation as you're being dragged backwards, unable to stop this, unable to resist, but oddly relieved that you're no longer in the line of fire. You still have your thoughts
2: Am I able to do? Um, I realise I'm paralysed. I'm assuming I wouldn't be able to lay on hands or use any of my lay on hands to try and just on myself kind of heal me up a little bit at all.
1: No, you are paralysed, unfortunately.
2: I'm still, still very much, uh, kind of just cursing to myself what's going on. I'm still feeling that stinging sensation coursing through my veins, and like just with every beat of my heart, it's like. Oh, ah! Ow! And kind of cursing, like, like, probably wasn't the best idea to go and hit, try and swat a wasp with a tentpole.
1: Fair enough. So, with that, it's the wasps' turn, and they're looking. One of them's looking rather hurt. The other one is still in the fight. He's sort of buzzing around and trying to sort of judge what's going on and he sees the monkey on the back of the wasp strangling the other wasp and it turns to you Theo and it tries a sting Does a 12 hit your monkey? Yes I need a constitution save please and you take seven points of piercing damage.
4: So that's a 15 plus something.
1: You pass. The poison does not hold. Oh. It seems this form has an advantage in some way, shape or form. You know, thinking to yourself that as a human, that would surely have stung and hurt a lot, and seeing what it's done to Dave, you think you being a flying monkey may have something to do with the fact that you weren't hurt, possibly. Regardless, you take seven points of piercing damage, and it is now your turn.
4: Well. On seven points of piercing damage, my three HP of flying monkey dissipates and I take the remainder damage. So I take four points of actual HP damage and my little flying monkey form disappears before your very eyes.
1: Okay. Before all of your eyes, you see this monkey that was strangling wasp suddenly turned back into Theo who is now sitting and riding on top of this giant wasp throttling it with his hands wrapped around its neck if it had one what are you doing Theo
4: well I feel like my position is somewhat advantageous to causing damage to this wasp so what I'm gonna do is can I use the, uh, can of bug spray as, a, as, like, an improvised weapon? And just, like, smack it with it?
1: You can smack it with the can of improvised bug spray. Uh, with, with the can of bug spray. Or can I
4: just use the can of bug spray on it?
1: You can use the can of bug spray on its face if you wish.
4: Okay, in which case, I'm going to use the can of bug spray to try and mace this in the face.
1: Okay, roll me a d20, please.
4: That would be a 13.
1: And your
4: wisdom? Wisdom modifier, that's plus three. So that's 16 total.
1: That succeeds. You skillfully and wisely aim for the eyes. What seems to be a vulnerable part of this beast eyes That you have in your grapple. And you pull out the can, you start pumping, and unlike Freddy's can, which failed to pump, you know, the annoyance of travel-sized things, this one does. And you spray it squarely in the eyes. You take one use of the bug spray off, but you seem to have damped done some damage. Can you roll me a d4 and add two to the roll?
4: That would be a one plus two, that is three.
1: You take three hit points of damage from this giant wasp.
4: I take three hit points.
1: No, it... No, you take three hit points from this giant wasp.
4: Fantastic.
1: But moving on, as you do so, you swear you hear it screaming as it buzzes really, really, really loudly and angrily. You hear it seem to scream. This, in turn, seems to make the other giant wasp dart backwards a little bit. Freddy, it's your go. Okay.
5: I am going to attempt to stab it with my screwdriver again. Go for it. I got a three. <laughs> Why am I so bad?
1: It's alright, we all have these days. Unfortunately, a three, you try and stab at it, but you are just swinging wildly and miss.
5: I'm gonna run away from
1: it. Okay, as you run away from it, it will take an opportunity attack. Does a 13 hit? It does. <sighs> uh, you take two points of piercing damage and I need a constitution save, please. 14? 14 makes the save you are not paralyzed but you do take the two points of piercing damage but you do manage to get away
5: technically i am paralyzed as i am now unconscious
1: okay as as it stings you you fall unconscious as you begin to try and run away and you drop to the floor you're still breathing
2: yeah floor is where the cool people
3: are
1: (laughs) but time will tell next robert what are you doing
3: uh, seeing Fyodor suddenly appear on the back of the this wasp. I'm just ch- starting to Yes, yes, that's so much better. Yes, Fyodor. So much better when you're doing that to a wasp and not to me. Keep that up. Good work. Just trying to encourage him, inspire him, you might say.
1: Okay. Can you post that in the chat? And I want a d20 plus your spell modifier uh, to be rolled, please.
3: <laughs> it's a 14.
1: 14. Just makes it and as you say these words as you try to inspire Theo to carry on and keep this good run of attacking up you feel a surge come from your heart and it hits your vocal cords and your words seem to have this Melody to them, almost enchanting in some some way. Uh, Theo, you have a d6 of inspiration. Uh, you also feel something shift in you, Fred, uh, Robert. You feel something shift inside you. It's almost like one of those spiritual channels of chi, as it was known as back on Earth, uh, seems to unblock. You can now inspire others without the need for the challenge roll. Da da
3: Ability unlocked!
1: <laughs> level up! No, um, not nice. yet. <laughs> Maybe after the fight if you survive.
3: It's like a mini level up.
1: Yes, exactly. So with that, what else would you like to do? If you can, as that would be a bonus action.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll turn and see Freddy going down I was like, no, 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 you stay back, disgusting monster, don't come any closer, I don't want your sting in me. I guess trying to mock it again.
1: (laughs) Okay, roll the challenge roll, I want D20 plus your challenge modifier.
3: That's a 19.
1: On a 19, that definitely hits. Yeah.
3: That's a wisdom save from it.
1: It is a wisdom save from it and...
3: And max damage.
1: His uh, wisdom is plus zero, so... Oh, that's a map fucking one. <laughs> and with that, yeah. how do you want to kill this?
3: <laughs> I mean, I just yelled at it. <laughs> I don't know. It just... I yelled at it and it drops dead and I'm a bit shocked. That's probably all that happens.
1: Indeed. And it seems to, the words that you've spoken seem to get stuck in it somehow. It seems to rattle around. It tries to shake its head a bit. And as it's shaking its head and Theo's on the back of this wasp, spraying it with with the uh, bug spray and sort of grappling it and strangling it, it shakes a bit too violently and you feel a crack in your hands, Theo, as... It appears it's ripped its own head off in your hands from these vicious mockery of words. And you no longer have to have the challenge roll on this one for the vicious mockery.
3: Excellent. Two in one turn. Uh, That's the end of my turn. (laughs) I look at the other wasp a bit nervously.
1: It is indeed the Dave. The Dave. That is currently lying there. It's almost dead, Dave. Not quite. <laughs> That's currently lying there, paralysed.
2: Yep, I still just there, looking up at the sky, going, "Oh my god, what is this nonsense? Why, why are we here? Why, why, why did I come out on this? Come out on this uh, to the countryside? I should, I should be in the gym right now."
1: Okay. The last remaining wasp sees what you do to it. And it backs off, disengages, and starts to run—well, fly away.
3: Yeah, you better run.
1: And that is the end of the combat.
3: I'm going to look head over to Freddy, who seems to be an even worse way. I'm going to see—does he seem worse off than Dave?
1: Freddy is unconscious and on that note freddy roll me a death save please privately okay
3: i'm gonna i'm gonna grab him by the shoulder start shaking him yelling at him get up get up this is not the time come back to us (laughs) trying to heal him with my words
1: (laughs) okay as you're trying to heal him with your words i would like you to once again D20 plus your spell modifier. Uh,
3: this was the big one. It's only a 12.
1: Unfortunately, you feel it. You can feel it. You can feel something stir inside you as you are trying to wake him up, as you're trying to get your friend better um, to get him out of this unconsciousness. You can feel something stirring in there, but just doesn't quite hold. Freddie. Yeah. You're still unconscious for the moment.
3: I am. Theo. Theo, do you, what, do you know anything about first aid? Can you help? Do you have the first aid kit?
4: Um. Uh. Um. It's. Uh. It. it, it it's with Veronica.
3: Oh, for God's sake! Of course it is. I'm panicking.
4: Um. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm gonna go over to Freddy and I'm gonna Put my hands on his unconscious shoulders and just start shaking it and I'm gonna be like Freddy now is not the time to die. Please do not go towards the light the, the the light is not good The light is bad stay away from the light and whilst I'm shaking him I would like to use uh, or try to use healing word to try and bring him back from the brink
1: Okay. I would like you to roll me a d20 plus your spell modifier, please. Um... Spell modifier is...
4: Okay. That is not going to do it. So that's going to be a 5 plus 3. So that's a total of 8.
1: Unfortunately, the 8 doesn't unlock the ability within you. You don't feel the surge of energy that you feel whenever you unintentionally change form as you sneezed. It's...
3: Look, I think we just need to try and stop the bleeding. Can you... Do you have anything we can wrap him in? Maybe put some pressure on the wound? That's
5: what you do, right? Would you like another day of sieve?
1: Not just yet. I would, however, like a medicine check from both roberts and theo or one with advantage
4: um um bobby do you, do you know do you, do you have any idea on how to save him uh, all i know is put pressure on the wound i've i've heard that on t v um okay you you put pressure on the wound and i i'll do the staying alive bit um c
1: c p r uh, 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 stay alive. Yeah. <laughs> stay alive. <laughs> okay, if uh, you do that. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. With advantage that is a twelve.
4: Yeah, I only rolled one.
1: You do Um I got
4: an eighteen plus
1: three. Okay, you managed Yeah, you managed to stabilize him Thankfully. And not before too long whilst you're there on this path laying there, half dead, some of you. Freddy, you do come to about 30, 40 minutes later. Don't need a death save. You come to, you've got one hit point of health. And Dave, the para- the paralysis starts to wear off. You're a bit shaky, but it starts to wear off.
2: <sighs> oh, thank God you're both all right oh god just as a as a um, (laughs) as a hint a don't get stung by one of those things and and b uh, don't use a tent as
4: a weapon well i thought that one was obvious (sighs) guys um dave i don't mean to bring attention to this but um as you used it as a weapon um did did it survive? Because if if it didn't, it, that that would mean two of us don't have tents. To be honest, I was too busy getting stung
2: and and paralyzed to really notice what happened with the tent. Um. Yeah.
4: Okay. Fair point. I,
2: I don't know if I if you've seen it at all. I don't know if it would still be in my hand when I got paralyzed and it was dragged with me, or if it's still over there. Could you? I tell you what, you know. Theo maybe just do us a favor and just go and check it for us that would see how it is that that could be good
4: uh Theo is going to recoup the tent
1: okay it's not hard to spot the tent but as you find the tent fortunately it's intact there's a couple of tears here and there within it uh within the canvas but for the most part they're in the corners uh Basically, where the wasp was hit by the tent. Um, however, it looks to be in relatively decent condition, maybe a little bit muddy now, but otherwise, it's good. And it's at this point you'll realise that maybe there's a bit more to this world that you've got to be careful of.
3: So, for those of you who were unconscious, I think I might be becoming a god in this world or something. as. When I say stuff, sometimes it just happens.
2: You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to be a little more. A little more. I need some context for that statement. Well, for what I
3: um, was swe- just swearing and yelling at one of those wasps, and then it just dropped dead. It's like I wanted it to die, and so it did because
4: I said it should. If you're a god, does does that mean that I'm a god? as as well because i don't Maybe. know what happened i was i was me and then i wasn't a dog um but this time i was a little monkey yeah you
3: look like a monkey that had lost a lot of weight recently but hadn't had the skin surgery
5: yeah i got that in camera by the way him turning him turning
4: into a monkey does that mean that I'm a, uh, like a- like a god of animals? Sure.
5: But I'm a god of words. I guess. Robert, uh, have you always been a god? Like, did you bring us here? Is this part of the- I mean, Not that I know of. The afterlife plan? Perhaps. Uh,
3: not intentionally. But now I'm- I don't know what to believe anymore, to be honest with you, Freddy.
5: Maybe. If I did, sorry. Well, maybe if you're a guard, you can bring us back. That's a good idea.
4: That, that Send us back!
3: Take me back home! I want to go home! Whoa, 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 whoa! Send us back home! <laughs> Take me home! I start clicking my heels together.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, nothing happens. Uh,
4: what, 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 what happens if you say there's no place like home three times whilst clicking your emails together?
3: Good idea. I, I I start clipping my heels to together and saying, "There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home." You know, I open my eyes,
1: and you're still there.
3: No,
4: that didn't work. Oh man, I mean, The Wizard of Oz is one of my favorite movies. So uh, thank you for that.
5: Oh yeah. I don't think we're stuck inside of one.
1: With that, you start to gather your bits and pieces together. You pick up that bottle that you threw, Freddy. You do manage to find it. You rest for a short moment to regain and recoup some of that, and recover from some of the damage that you took. And whilst you're taking that short rest, you begin to make your way on on the route. Unfortunately, because of your incident, it seems that the caravan that you would have easily have caught up with has just disappeared off into the, into the distance. But it's not too long before you reach the T-junction and you turn left to go towards Raven's Rest from there it's three days worth of journey as you travel along this path there are various merchant caravans there are various um, individuals some with pointy ears one that looks a little bit lizardy but for the most part it's humanoid uh, humans and maybe a couple of furbolg here and there but generally speaking the journey from here on out is quite peaceful the rolling hills as you walk through and walk, th- walk along the main, part, main roads uh, that's surprisingly well maintained but the rolling hills, the pastoral scenes, the grassy fields, a couple of wheat fields here and there, farmland it seems, and the thatched roofed houses and old bar, old style, med- almost medieval from what you can tell. Uh, style of housing and barns as you continue on your journey you find some relatively safe places to rest each night and by the third day on the main road you begin to reach the town of Ravensport. you can see it in the distance but it's starting to get dark and there's a handy marked area where you can camp up before you get to the town. So staying there for the night, pitching your tents, preparing to go to sleep and doing whatever you need to do. Freddy, what are you doing as you rest on this final part for the journey, as you prepare for the evening?
5: Um, Well, over the last uh, couple of days, um, any free time that I had, I would have been focusing on the wasps and trying to figure out what happened with the whole fire hand situation. Um, Trying to focus on that and trying to make the fire last longer than just a, a fraction of a second.
1: Okay, roll me as you're trying various things. Roll me a d20 plus your spell modifier. And we'll do one roll for each night. So that'll be three nights in total.
5: 14 for night one.
1: 14 makes it. What were you doing on the first night as you were recalling the wasps and everything that was going on?
5: Yeah, so on the first night, it would have still been very fresh. That whole giant wasp fight, I nearly died. So I would be picturing... Back home, the, my parents, the business school, um, at Cromer, um, everything, the, even Veronica, the Vespa, just life, what, what it would have been like before the incident um, and focusing on the wasps, like the attack, that I thought this was a peaceful place and it's more dangerous than I thought. I need to be careful, like what, what's going on with I, I nearly had fire coming out of my hand. What is this place? Just all those thoughts, like overload of thoughts, just come into my head. And um, with that, it, it's I focus on trying to work out what is actually happening here. Um, and I start with the, the fiery hands.
1: And as these thoughts begin to overload your brain and keep, almost keep, like, if you had anxiety they'd be keeping you awake at night but you coalesce all this pain into one huge lump and you visualize yourself pushing it out this pain that burning sensation of the poison as it tried to take your veins and you push it out of your hand and you do indeed produce flame
5: fantastic
1: you have unlocked a skill you can use it whenever you choose
5: is that the firebolt
1: that's the firebolt yes dave what are you doing before you go to sleep tonight on this last night's leg of the journey
2: well as we've been going through uh kind of the rest of the trip um the first night i would have been trying to having seen uh, what had what um freddie was looking like after you know taken a giant needle to him um i would kind of i would have been i gone up to I've gone. I, it's not exactly the same thing. I don't think I had a, we didn't have experience about this, but I did take a, um, I have taken a first aid course for work. So if you want, I can have a look at what's going on um, and see if we can help you out. And um, when going through and looking at it, I, I will, um, unbeknownst to me, see if I could potentially try using lay on hands to just, um maybe add add some healing and some um, pain relief to the sting that he's currently got going on
1: you recall having used this before when you first entered into that weird temple room with the pedestal yeah and as you are doing so recalling that moment again um this time intentionally i'd like you to roll me a d20 plus your spell modifier please
2: La la la. Um, Where is the spell? Uh, Let's just do it like this. The spell modifier is just
1: charisma. What is my charisma plus two? That would be a nine. You can't seem to intentionally bring this to bear.
2: I do still have. I I am. I do have medicine as a thing, so I would be trying to see what I can do with medicine skill check to try and um, heal him up a bit, and then.
1: Um. Roll roll me a medicine check for me then. On a 14, you do manage to secure the wound and seal it off and clean it up and keep it nice and wrap a bandage around it. It's not much. It doesn't heal him anymore, but it does ease and... Does ease the risk of any sort of signs of infection. So.
2: Cool. And then um, the next day, I will be trying to as we're going through, as we're walking, I'll try and look at the wound that where I where I got punctured, and again, we'll just see if I can try and do a similar thing with my uh, lay on hands and and hopefully uh, do something with me on there.
1: Okay, roll me D20 plus your plus two spell modifier again, um... please.
2: Mm -hmm. and six I need new dice
1: nope you do manage to wrap your wound though quite neatly and clean it up so that's fine although you are noticing that that bottle of vodka is going down relatively quickly more for medicinal, medicinal use than what you had originally intended to purchase it for.
2: Seems seems Um, fair. Seems fair. And then I'll give it one more try on the last night.
1: Okay, roll me one more. Um, D20 plus your spell modifier again, please. Nope.
2: Nope. Nope. That was a big nope. That was a seven.
1: Yeah, unfortunately not. Nope. Okay, with that, Bobby, what are you doing for tonight or on the nights of your journey as you rest up?
3: Well, first off, it's Robert. Um,
1: (laughs) Sorry, Robert.
3: (laughs) (laughs) On the first night in particular, I'm going to, when I'm in my tent, just when I'm alone, take out of my pocket um, the uh, little harmonica I keep on me bit of a, a good luck charm that I usually usually brings me some peace when I'm in courtrooms and in high stress situations and this is at least a high stress situation and so I'm kind of just holding it at first, um, then maybe like in the quiet mornings if I think everyone else is still asleep or whenever I get a chance to privately have a go I'll, I'll be I'm sort of practicing it seeing if I can remember how to play it uh, a little bit. So it's not something I've been big into recently, is music.
1: Okay. Uh, roll me a performance check.
3: It's a 13.
1: On the first night, this you remember how to play it. It's not too bad, but at the moment, the sort of level of tunes that you can remember how to play go vary from sort of like your basic nursery rhymes, like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Yeah. Um, but it's not too long before you get to grips with those. So, yeah. second night, what are you doing?
3: Yeah, it's all I'm looking for. I, I occasionally played those songs I can't remember just for comfort when I can, like I say, get a private moment. Um, otherwise, just throughout the journey, I'm kind of trying to test out what other what power my words now have, uh, as that seems to be a thing. Uh, so I. One of my first ideas is trying to throw my voice, trying to see if I can whisper something into my hand and have that message be received by someone else.
1: Okay, roll me a uh, d20 plus your spell modifier, please. By now, you should all know that dc's beat is 14.
2: (laughs) It's a (laughs) 7. No one's rolled a 13 yet. Could have been a 13.
1: On a 7, unfortunately not. You whisper words into your hands, but that's seemingly all you can do at the night yeah, at this time um, but if you wish to try it again the next night you're more than welcome to
3: well, uh, no, the, uh, oh, that'll be my second day sort of experimental thing but I'd probably get bored if it doesn't seem to be working and um, move on to something else I start perhaps trying to see if I can just get people to do stuff uh, so I might be like hey Theo could you try and find a stick that's exactly six inches long for me please <laughs> as straight as you can or I might go up to Freddy and say hey hey Freddy could you see if you can find a glass worth of loose rocks and I'm just test- trying my everyone just seeing if I can just get them to do stuff that's stupid but they just maybe just do it.
1: Okay, so... Because I'm such uh, a charming I person. Like, yes, I, I figured. Could you... Um, roll, roll Once again, D20 plus your spell modifier.
3: Hey, 20 oh, yes. I'm much better at this!
1: <laughs> you managed to do that without any issues whatsoever. In fact, Theo and um theo and freddy i both need you to make a, uh i believe it's wisdom saves yep. could you post a yep. spell for us yeah can um i need you both to make wisdom saves against his dc of 14. freddy natural 20. <sighs> freddy you succeed against his wisdoms uh succeed against his charm
5: my first good rule of the night
1: <laughs> but even though he succeeds against your charm you feel that it actually hits and freddy you do feel the effects of charm person but doesn't doesn't stick theo would you care to roll for me
4: that would be a 13 plus 5 for an 18
1: same again for you you feel the charm hit but it doesn't stick you can choose to follow the instruction or not that's up to you but it's um
4: theo being the good friend that he is is going to go on this conquest to find a stick that is six inches and perfectly straight yes i i, I also will uh will do that
1: okay uh in that case then i'll have investigation rolls from the pair of you uh, Freddy for the glass of stone and Theo for the six inch stick
4: I rolled a 17 16?
1: A oh 17 and a 16 so with those rolls you both managed to succeed in your tasks that you were asked and you bring them back to uh, Robert's
3: oh wow thanks guys that's, that's really great yeah if you could just put them over there and I just point to like a, a tree stump you just put them on there
4: um what 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 are you going to use them for? Uh I'm practicing my
3: magic god powers. My speaking magic as I've decided to call it.
4: Oh, uh, okay. I guess I will place this over there. Um but good luck good luck with your god god powers. Unquestionably, just listen to you.
3: Yes, thank you very much. This has been very educational and informative, so thank you very much for helping. You did a good job. (laughs) I I, I bully them both up. I give them both bardic inspiration, because I can.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. So, with that, we turn to Theo, what are you doing on these three nights of... Rests.
4: So Theo is going to be somewhat enraptured by watching Freddy generate fire from his hands and fire it. And he's going to look at his own hands and wonder if he can do the same thing. So He's going to be trying to trigger something from his hands. And I don't know if any of you have seen the um, first Spider-Man movie uh, where he's trying to fire a web and throw his arms around. Toby um, Maguire one, yeah? Yeah, the the one with Tobey Maguire, yeah. Um, That is Theo on the first night. Playing with his hands, trying to make something happen.
1: Okay, so as you're doing this, uh, roll me a d20 plus your spell modifier, please, and we'll see if it works.
4: So that would be a
1: 10. It doesn't, unfortunately, and you don't produce any flame.
4: So Theo, on the second night, um, after he's found Bobby's stick, um, he's he's just going to take in his surroundings he's just gonna sit by the campfire and just take in as much uh, of the natural world that he can so he'll watch the party do various things but he'll be looking at the environment he doesn't really know what he's supposed to be doing so he's just gonna sit watch and relax um and yeah so he's he's just take, taking a breather um, I don't know if that would tie into druidcraft at all uh, but yeah that's, that's what Theo's doing
1: okay so I'm going to make a roll but I want you to roll the uh, your d20 plus your spell modifier please
4: that would be a natural
1: 20! Okay, so I rolled a 12, which is going to be your druid craft. You managed to perform it very, very well. You also get a weird sense of something else happening. Uh, as you're practicing your druid craft and sitting there absorbing your surroundings and nature and that that surround you, you feel the heat from the fire from from the fire pit, and you can s- sense like you can feel those the elements themselves almost being absorbed as you sit there almost meditatively as you're trying to focus on your druid craft and you manage to unlock absorb elements as well you will all on your third night of rest you are all now level one in your skills and your abilities become a lot more natural for you to perform it's almost as though Something has happened on this third night of rest that you're becoming accustomed to the world and the energy that is here in Astaria. And with that, on your final night of rest, you go to sleep and Freddy, you have a dream.
0: campers vanish without a trace from ancient Druid's Circle amid an unexpected and shocking earthquake. Recent events in North Yorkshire, England, sees four daring adventurers have mysteriously disappeared during a thrilling camping trip at the ancient Druid's Circle in North Yorkshire. The four individuals from Cromer include millionaire's son, Freddie Thorne, Cromer's family solicitor, Robert Christopher Tawney, and local weightlifting champion, Dave Smith, as well as the veterinarian and zoologist, Theodore Crox, set out for a camping trip, but have since vanished into thin air, leaving authorities and loved ones baffled and desperate for an answer. Locals report feeling the inexplicable and violent earthquake shaking the very ground beneath their feet. The massive tremor, which measured a staggering 6.9 on the Rickster scale, sent shockwaves of fear through the hearts of the locals, and eyewitnesses on the scene could only watch helplessly as the ground split open and swallowed the four role-playing adventurers. Investigators stumbled upon a puzzling piece of evidence at the site, none other than the wildly popular role-playing game Dice and Destiny, the game known for its captivating narratives and otherworldly features to have a chilling connection to the unfolding mystery. Rumors have already begun to circulate about the cursed nature of the game, suggesting that it might have somehow conjured the calamitous earthquake or even transported the adventurers to another dimension. Authorities and experts are now working relentlessly to decode the mysterious link between the missing campers and the enchanted game. Our search and rescue teams are tirelessly combing through the area, determined to find any clues that could lead to the discovery of Freddy, Robert, Dave, and Thea. But the mystery deepens with each passing hour, and the ominous aura surrounding the Druid's circle only adds to the sense of unease. Close friends and family members have shared tearful tributes and memories of the missing group. His sister, who didn't want to be named, told us the following. Freddie was always the generous one with the local charities, giving and ready to help anyone in desperate need. While one of Robert's colleagues said, Robert always had a sense of responsibility, and I know he would be worried sick for his clients. Meanwhile, a member of staff at the zoo had this to say. Theo was the only person who could sit with the lions and hand feed them. He was part of their pack, and they sorely miss him as can be seen by their recent behavior. As the world mourns the loss of these four cherished souls, conspiracy theories abound, with some religious groups claiming work of the devil and suggesting supernatural interference, while others theorize about secret government experiments gone awry. Social media has erupted with hashtags such as Druid Disappearance and Dice, and Dice and Destiny Doom, as people from all corners of the globe join together to express their shock and sorrow. Amid the uncertainty and fear, one thing remains clear. The world eagerly awaits the revelation of the truth behind this perplexing vanishing act, hoping for a miracle and praying that their beloved adventurers will return home safely. But until then, the eerie connection between the camping trip, the ancient druid circle, the earthquake and the dice and destiny game, continues to captivate the world, leaving us all in suspense and sending shivers down our spines.
4: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Timeless Treasures. If you like what we're doing, please do check us out on all the social medias. You can find us at Timeless Treasures Podcast on Facebook, Timeless underscore d d on Twitter or X, Timeless underscore Treasures underscore Podcast on Instagram, and YouTube.com forward slash at Timeless Dash Treasures. If you do feel like subscribing to our Patreon, you can find that at patreon.com forward slash timeless treasures, where you'll have access to all our bonus content that we're busily creating, access to our Discord, and other amazing things which are going to be released. I'm Andy, or Theo, and I hope you're looking forward to the next one.